Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Heidi Heckelbeck lends a helping hand. Did you did you see the front of this cover? Oh, jeez, guys, she's already yawning. She's going to ditch us soon. Very good. Yep, her eyes are closed. You're not going to make it to the end of this book, are you? Oh, my gosh. I made sleepy time medicine for her, and she won't try it. Yeah, because I'm already tired. I know, but don't you want to sleep so good? Gosh, I'm I going... think you already put it in my food. <laughs> I didn't, I promise. I would never do that. I would never do that. Mom. Actually, that's not a bad idea. I didn't, I promise, but it's actually thanks for the idea. <laughs> Alright. Chapter one. Oh, this is your favorite chapter. This is yours. Look. What does it say? Slime time. Slime time. Peyton is obsessed with slime and putty. Okay, slime time. Splurt, splurt, splurt. Heidi Heckelbeck squeezed a glob of craft glue into a mixing bowl. Then she squirted some shaving cream on top. Next, she sprinkled some contact lens solution in the mix. Finally, she added a, spec- a special liquid activator. Heidi swirled the ingredients together like a magic potion, only it wasn't actually a potion. Today, in her art class, she was making a huge bowl of slime. Fluffy slime, to be exact. Does the shaving cream make it fluffy? Mm-hmm. Is that the and one? It also makes it hard. Oh. Faster. Oh, so it goes bad quicker. Mm-hmm. Oh, darn. After 10, 10 to 20 days, it it's will garbage. Go bad. Oh, dang it. Well, enjoy it while it lasts, huh? She stirred until the slime pulled away from the bowl and became to be a fluffalicious blob. Then she pulled the slime with all ten fingers. It's so squishable, she said, squeezing it with her hands. Lucy Lancaster was sitting next to Heidi, peeked into Heidi's bowl. Oh, she exclaimed, stirring her own mix faster to catch up. Your slime looks so marshmallowy. Heidi grabbed her slime and kneaded it like a bread like bread dough. The slime spoke a language all in its own. Scloop, sclorp, sclorp. To add some to add some color, Heidi announced oh, time to add color, Heidi announced. Heidi plopped the slime back into the bowl and opened a package of non-green powdered food coloring. She dumped the whole package of dye in the bowl. Then she slapped the slime with her hand. Poof! Powder burst into a neon green cloud and speckled Heidi's face. The palm of her hand turned bright green, too. She squished and squashed the dye into the mix until it was all blended. Ooh, gosh, I bet you it was all under her fingernails. Ooh. And now for some slime mix-ins. Heidi grabbed a fistful of styrofoam beads and then smushed them into her slide. Whoop, slime, <laughs> to make them slime a floam. Squish, squash, snap, crackle. Melanie Maplethorpe, who was sitting across from Heidi, poured a whole tube of pink silver sparkles. 
her slime into her slime and mashed them. Then she held up her hot pink slime for everyone to see. My slime is the pinkest slime in the whole world, Melanie declared, and the sparkliest. By the end of class, the art room was gloopy, gloppy, capital M mess. Puddles of glue and shaving cream dotted the tables. The chairs and tabletops had splotches of green, pink, purple, and yellow dye. Glitter twinkled on top of everything like fairy dust. Oh, looks like Oreo's coming to greet us. Oreo! Cleanup time, Mr. Doodle Doodle be called. He handed out plastic containers to store the slime in, but everybody kept on squishing and squashing. Mr. Doodleby had to whistle his fingers to get the students' attentions. Please put your slime away and clean up your areas. It's time for lunch. Now the children hopped to it. They stored their slime and washed their hands. Mr. Doodleby looked at his watch. The desks were still a mess and the bell was going to ring in three, two, one, ring. Mr. Doodleby laughed and waved the kids out. Saved by the bell, all finished cleaning class. The students filed out of the room. Heidi noticed that Mr. Doodleby was cleaning up some of the styrofoam beads that she had spilled. She stopped for a moment. I really want to help him clean up, she thought. Then Lucy called out, hurry up, Heidi, I'm hungry. Heidi turned to her friend and then looked at her teacher. Mr. Doodleby did say he'd finish the cleaning, she thought. Wait up, Lucy, Heidi called, and she grabbed her box, her lunchbox. All that squishing made me hungry, too. Chapter 2. Soda Splat Back at home, Heidi and her little brother Henry checked the kitchen counter for the popcorn popper. Mom always left the popcorn popper out on Fridays. That's because Friday was movie night at the Hecklebecks, and movie night meant popcorn. But instead of the popcorn popper, the kids found two pair of safety goggles and two white lab coats lying on the counter. What are these here for? Henry asked. Heidi shrugged. I don't know, but I sure could use one of those lab coats in art today, she said, because we made slime. Henry's face lit up. Slime? Wow, you're so lucky. All we got to do was work in the school garden. Boring. Heidi laughed. The school garden isn't that bad, she said. I like digging in the dirt. Henry scrunched up his face. Not me. When the door creaked open and mom and dad walked in from... And he's the boy. Yeah, I know. He's the boy. When the door creaked open and mom and dad walked in from dad's lab. Oh, then. Then the door creaked open. Hey, kids, time to put on your coats and goggles, dad said. Heidi and Henry looked at each other. Wait, what about movie night? Heidi asked. Dad patted Heidi on the shoulder. We're going to mix things up tonight, he said, rubbing his hands together enthusiastically. Because this Friday night, the Hecklebecks are going to invent a new healthy soda. How fun does that sound, Peyton? Cool. Oh, so fun. Heidi's father worked for a soda company called The Fizz. He always came up with wild ideas, but this might be his wildest. The kids stared blankly at him. Whoever heard of healthy soda, Heidi said uncertainly. Dad pointed both of his fingers at Heidi, like she had just won a door prize. Nobody has, he cheered. That's why we're going to be the first ones to do it. Heidi considered that for a moment. 
Well, it's kind of a cool idea, she thought. And even if healthy soda never caught on, Heidi loves to do new experiments with her dad. So she reached out and grabbed the lab coat and a pair of goggles from the counter. Okay, I'm in, she said. Then Henry grabbed the other white lab coat and nodded. Me too. The kids put on their gear and trumped, to the fa- trumped into their father's basement laboratory. Dad and Mom had set up the four workstations. Each station had a blender, three bottles of bubbly water, and a whole bunch of healthy foods to choose from. The goal is to use these ingredients to create a delicious, healthy soda, Dad said. We'll each make two sodas, and then we'll have a sampling session. Everyone got to work. Round one. Mom made sweet corn soda. Dad mixed together kale, spinach, avocado, and a very super bright green and sparkling soda. Henry dreamed up something that could, that called dark chocolate and mulberry fizz. And Heidi tried, tried blending fresh strawberries with cold vanilla almond milk for a strawberry vanilla soda. In round two, mom made a bubbly carrot and cucumber soda. Dad brewed a fresh ginger cinnamon turmeric ale. And dad whipped up a peanut butter and jelly soda while Heidi prepared a watermelon fizz. Now, to taste our creations, dad said. He poured the drinks into paper cups. Heidi sipped dad's green soda first and wiped her mouth with the back of her hand. Blah, this tastes like pond scum cola. Dad chugged some water to get the, oh, she chugged some water to get the taste out of her mouth. Henry glugged down his glass of peanut butter and jelly. Mmm, he said, this one tastes like my favorite lunch with bubbles. Heidi tried and liked it too. After tasting all of the sodas, the family wrote down the votes and it was a tie. And the winners were, uh, uh, the winners are, Dad paused for a moment to build up the excitement. Then he did a big reveal. Strawberry almond jelly, milk soda, and PB&J soda. Heidi and Henry both pumped their fists triumphantly. Congratulations, kids. Congratulations, kids, Dad cried. I'll tweak your recipes over the weekend and present them to my group on Monday. But first, we have to clean up the lab. Heidi looked around. It was as bit it was a bit every bit as bad as Mr. Doodleby's art room after the slime session. Don't worry about the mess, Mom said. It's getting it's getting late, so I'll help Dad clean up. You kids go get ready for bed. As Heidi took off her stained lab coat, she watched her parents get to work. They were laughing and playing while they were cleaning. It looked like they were actually having fun. Heidi thought that was pretty cool. She was about to offer help when Henry yelled. Race you upstairs. You're on, cheered Heidi as she sprinted after him. Chapter three, Trash Park. Heidi's stomach rumbled. Wow, I am starving, she told Lucy as they both walked to Bruce Bickerson's house for a Saturday cookout. Heidi almost could smell the hot dogs and hamburgers on the grill. Then Lucy's stomach rumbled back. Me too, said Lucy. Let's take the shortcut through Trash Park. The park near Bruce's house was really called Trace Park, but it had been dumpy for so long that everybody called it Trash Park. The girls found the entrance path, and it had become a tunnel of twisted, overgrown shrubs. Heidi swished the twigs and the creepers away from her face. This park is more like a jungle. Lucy unhooked her sleeve from a pricker bush. 
You're not kidding, she said. The girls continued down the cracked walkway and crossed a meadow of weeds. In the middle of the meadow stood some rotten, rotted picnic tables and some old ties. Heidi stared at a broken down teeter-totter swing set without any, any swing sticking up from the weeds. It looks haunted, Heidi said. Lucy nodded as the girls passed some forgotten garden gardens choked with weeds. Then Heidi and Lucy n noticed elderly couples sitting on the rundown bench in the sunshine. The woman sprinkled breadcrumbs onto the ground. Look, Lucy whispered, that lady's feeding the birds. Heidi stopped and watched the birds peck the crumbs. The couple laughed as the birds fluttered around them. Wow, Heidi thought, that couple looks so happy. Even they even brought, even though they're in the middle of this dang dingy old park, warm, a warm fuzzy feeling washed over her. Then Lucy tapped Heidi on the shoulder. Hello, Earth to, Heck, Earth to Heckleback, she said. This is supposed to be a shortcut, remember? Heidi shook her head and snipped, snapped out of her daydream. Oh, yeah, she said. What are we waiting for? Chapter four, back in the slimatory. Slime time, Heidi exclaimed in art class on Monday. Mr. Doodleby had let the kids bring their own mix-ins this time. Instead of a laboratory, we should call this the slimatory, Bruce said as he lined up his ingredients. He had brought his own toothpaste, baby oil, shower gel, and glow-in-the-dark paint. Melanie reached into her polka dot shopping bag and pulled out a sack of sparkly purple sand. She mixed them into her fresh new slime. Everyone, look at my beautiful slime, she cried, tilting her bowl and moving it from left to right so everyone could see. It has shimmering swirls. Then she bumped her bag of purple sand and poured it into the art, poured onto the art room floor. Oopsies, Melanie snickered and rolled her eyes. Oh, what a mess, she thought. Melanie tried to set a bag of the set the bag of sand upright, but it tipped the other way, and the rest of the sand spilled onto the table. But Melanie was not the only one making a mess. Even Bruce squiggled toothpaste all over the table, but Stanley Stonemaker unclogged the craft glue and squirted himself in the floor. Heidi even heard some of her own beads tick on the floor. When the bell rang, the art room looked like it had been hit by a craft cloudburst all over again. <coughs> Globs of colored slime stuck to the tables like wads of old bubblegum. Blue dribbles led paint smears which were topped with confetti and sand and sparkles and tiny beads. Poor Mr. Doodleby, Heidi thought. He's stuck with another huge mess. Then Heidi had an idea. She walked up to Mr. Doodleby and tapped him on the shoulder. May I stay and help you clean up, she asked. Mr. Doodleby let out a big smile. That would be wonderful, Heidi. What a nice, caring offering. In fact, Miss Willie will join us too. Then he handed Heidi a dustpan and a brush. Would you sweep off the tabletops? Sure, said Heidi. She held the dustpan on the edge of each table and swept the leftover mix-ins into it. Some of the scraps fell onto the floor, so she tried to be more careful with her next swipe. When she was done, Heidi, Heidi gathered all of the empty slime bowls and placed them in the sink. 
Then she squeezed dish soap on top of them and ran the water, and the bubbles began to grow and grow until the foam rose higher and higher in the sink. Heidi batted at the bubbles with a scrub brush. Then she washed the bowls and stacked them on the dish racks. With Miss Welly and Heidi helping Mr. Doodleby, the cleanup went fast. Mr. Doodleby stopped sweeping and admired their work. Thanks, Heidi. You really helped make the classroom look beautiful again, he said. Heidi beamed. It was fun, she said. As she skipped down towards the cafeteria to meet up with her friends and eat lunch, a new feeling came over Heidi. Not only was helping fun, it made her feel good, too. Chapter 5. Surprise Day. On Wednesday, Aunt Trudy picked up Heidi from school. Every other week, her and her aunt would do something fun together. Just the two of them. Aunt Trudy did the same thing for Henry. She called it their surprise day. Would you like to go to the Enchanted Forest, suggested Aunt Trudy. The Enchanted Forest was the coolest toy store in town. It had a giant tree house, a play castle, and tons of toys. No thanks, not today, said Heidi, <laughs> buckling her seatbelt. Aunt Trudy drove out of the parking lot. How about Happy Hollow, she, she suggested. Heidi loved Happy Hollow. It had a petting zoo and rides. No thanks, Heidi said again. Aunt Trudy twisted, switched her blinker and pulled to the side of the road until they knew where they were going. Would you like to paint pottery? Eh, not in the mood. Go to the library? Nah. Zipline? Uh-uh. Bowling? Nope. Ice cream? Not now. Aunt Trudy frowned. You are, the, you are one tough customer today. Okay, so tell me, what would you like to do? Heidi turned around towards her aunt. I'd really like to go to Trash Park. Aunt Trudy thrust her head back. Why would you want to go there, she asked. It's so ugly and overgrown. We could go to the new park they have at but the butterfly exit, and they have a butterfly exhibit in Frisbee Golf. Heidi shrugged. Trash Park isn't that bad, and besides, I think the park needs us. Aunt Trudy chuckled. It needs more than just us. Now it was Heidi's turn to frown. Please. Aunt Trudy took a deep breath. Well, okay, she suggested. If that's what you really want to do. Heidi sat up straight in her seat. Yep, she said. That's what I really want to do. And Peyton ditched us. She's in sleepy la-la land. So I will say goodbye for her. Goodbye. <laughs>